This is a, an important segment of the sculptural trail where you are seeing juxtapose three cultures, discovering how to improve the family institution. The family started with the phase of matriarchy, powerful women who are without a particular structure in their developing a family. And the dynamics evolve spontaneously as the mother has to be powerful, dealing with the threats of that particular phase in the development of this institution. It is represented by the Aztec matriarchy, where Coatlicue is uh, featured as a woman who is very powerful and very dominant and paranoid, afraid of her own daughter. And she has her son, Huitzilopochtli, killing her daughter, the moon goddess, Koyachakli, as well, as well as the siblings. So the public is controlled by this very dominant, antagonistic mother and feeling very submissive in her influence and serving her need for blood sacrifices. The Aztec calendar presents the history of civilization as four cycles where you have a destruction of the universe. And the only way to avert the fifth destruction is by constantly offering blood sacrifices, by capturing individuals of other tribes and sacrifice them on top of the pyramids, extracting their hearts and putting them on the dish of Chuck Moore, who is featured here as uh, reclining and uh, having a pot on his belly on which the bleeding heart of the victims is placed. So this is the beginning of the family with matriarchy. The second phase is evolving from matriarchy to patriarchy in Greece. And here we have the development of the Greek family with Zeus presented on a throne with a woman on his lap and his wife being angry next to him, holding two snakes up in the air. This is the situation of the Olympic God's religion, which uh, entails inequity between genders and the rivalry between men and women. Prometheus is uh, the key figure of uh, creating humans and he's foretelling the future, both stealing the fire of the gods and giving it to the humans, but also foretelling Zeus that he was going to be killed in his turn by his children. The way that uh, pattern is repeated from Uranus, who was killed by Cronus and Cronus by Zeus, in his turn, he was going to be killed by his own children. And this 
entailed the initiative of Zeus to eliminate his wife, Metis, by swallowing her, and out of his head came her child, who is Athena. And Athena was fully armed upon her birth with a shield that had featured the head of Medusa, the woman with the snakes, who was decapitated by Perseus. So this is the symbolism of the battle of the genders for control of the family. And Zeus is a powerful god without respect of the feelings of his spouse, either by eating her or by neglecting her and having 50 documented affairs and many children out of these relationships. So next to him is Hera holding two snakes that she has placed on the crib of Hercules. And uh, she's stepping on a on the image of a cow, which is representing Eos, uh, Zeus's girlfriend, transformed into a cow, that Hera uh, transformed her into a cow and gave her husband, Argos Panoptes, hundred eyes to watch over her. So this is the conflict of the Greek gods that is inspired the epic of the Iliad and the Odyssey, which are featured in the uh, exhibit. Uh, the family uh, leadership is controlled by two goddesses, uh, Athena versus Aphrodite, while Athena is presenting wisdom, virginity, and control of sexuality. Aphrodite is the opposite. Uh, does not want to see women's sexuality compromised by the vows. So we're seeing here the consequences of this conflict manifested as Ares, who has not been invited in a party, tossing an apple, which is inscribed to the fairest in a gathering of the gods, and uh, three women competing on who is going to get the apple, and finding Paris as a judge. And Aphrodite is bribing him by giving him a most beautiful woman, and uh, Paris falls for that. And this is the problem where this woman has uh, vowed to be faithful. Helen of Troy uh, allegedly had 10 lovers and the Greek men said, we do not share well, so you choose one, make your vows, and then we'll make sure that you stay faithful to him. So in the transaction here with Paris, uh, assisting, enabling the breakup of the vows is creating a big conflict, which is the essence of the Iliad as a war between the Trojans and the Greeks thousand ships of uh, uh, Greek men uh, attacking Ilion, Troy, to uh, punish a woman who has run away from her husband. The Greeks prevail over Troy, destroy Troy, but upon his return to 
uh, Argos uh, the vows are defeated because uh, Agamemnon was killed by his wife Clytemnestra and her lover Aegisthus. The epic of the Iliad is concluded with a tragedy where children, Orestes and Electra, kill the mother, Clytemnestra. And we will see here the sculpture of uh, the mother as a sphinx-like woman and the children, Orestes and Electra, as being very remorseful, Electra having tears of blood, uh, blue blood, and uh, Orestes having red blood in his hands. So this is the story of the Iliad, which we respect as a great poem, but it has a moral message. Now, the Odyssey is repairing this tragedy and giving us a good conflict resolution with the vows being respected. And we see this uh, resolution in the sculpture of Odysseus, who is tied on the mast of a boat, to restrain himself from losing control uh, with the sirens. So he's listening to the music, but he's not getting himself in trouble. And then this is the secret for Odysseus respecting the vows, and we see him coming home to his wife, Penelope, who is presented there with uh, the uh, crocheting of a shroud and the shroud was used as a way of keeping the pseudos at a distance because the uh, excuse that Penelope had to keep the pseudos at a distance is telling him that she had to finish her shroud. Now, next to Penelope, we see her son, Telemachus, also welcoming his father, and we also see a dog, Argos, recognizing Odysseus upon his homecoming. This is a major event, and to promote its significance for the gods of Olympus, we have a boat full of men gods arriving with presents to celebrate the event. So we have the, uh, the boat with presents uh, that uh, consists from Hermes, Apollo, Ares, Poseidon, and Dionysus uh, that uh, are presenting the celebration of the victory of the vows. And the message is good for Zeus, as he is the one who has the conflict that is being addressed by the Homeric epics to its resolution. So the conclusion of this sculptural statement is the importance of the vows as the means for a happy family. Now, that is the contribution of the Greek culture. The next station is the Abrahamic family. And there we see a sculpture that was constructed by Judith Brown that was in display at the Lincoln Center in 84, and that was presented there as the Egyptian theme. Here it is renamed as the Abrahamic family, featuring three patriarchs on thrones, with four diminutive women below them, the matriarchs, 
and two big birds with horus birds, but uh, representing for us the concubines with beaks to peck on the wives. So this is an interesting development that uh, I explain as the transformation of the family to a new phase, the uh, phase of celebration of the father-son covenant. There is an interesting story that is celebrated in the New Year uh, partial of the Bible, which is about the sacrifice of Isaac. I have an explanation of the sacrifice of Isaac as the need for differentiating which is the right attitude for a wife and a son that Abraham conceived by telling his two wives and children who wanted to inherit his leadership that God is demanding from him the sacrifice of a child and he's turning to his two wives asking them which one of them is willing to let him sacrifice a child. Of course this is my interpretation of that uh, story and uh, the explanation is uh, the one wife uh, protects her child from the father and is saying I'm willing to go to the desert with the boy rather than see him die here. And Sarah, unlike Hagar, has an attitude of respect and cooperation. And she says to the child, listen to your father, carry the wood for your sacrifice. So that is a very painful uh, position for a mother to assume. And the story says that uh, Sarah passed away while uh, Abraham was testing Isaac on the way to his sacrifice. And that is significant because it shows the willingness of a mother to sacrifice herself and her son to creating a better father-son relationship. And we celebrate this uh, willingness of a mother to step down by recognizing the importance of the father-son covenant, men bound by the respect of the uh, divine, the one God. So the contribution of the Jewish culture is presenting for the family to be viable and successful, the willingness of a woman to step down from in protecting a child from a father and being able to release the child trustfully to her husband. And the institution has developed as the bar mitzvah transition when a child is mature to enter the community of men and severing the relationship with mother and women. This is the dedication of a father-son relationship to the study of the one God which has helped to establish a stable Judaic family, inspiring eventually transformation of that family with the Messianic religions, which helped to reverse the inequity of the Jewish family 
by having a mother-child alliance versus the father-son covenant. The messianic religions uh, were inspired protecting women's rights, but eventually they were polarized and uh, again women lost political power in the new families. But happiness is established on these alternative paradigms. Thank you.